Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I am your host, the fellow KGB. Today, we're going to be covering the NFC North. We're going to start with the Chicago Bears. We'll take a peek at the depth chart. We'll take a look at who they drafted, who they added and lost in free agency. And we'll kind of just paint the picture as to which Chicago Bears we're going to be interested in drafting uh, for this upcoming season. So Matt Nagy and Bill Lazor are back together for another season. Uh, it's Bill Lazor's second season with the team, Matt Nagy's fourth. So some continuity there. Uh, we'll, we'll skip the depth chart for now. We'll come back to that in a little bit. I want to look at the draft class first, because this is probably one of the most important things about the Chicago Bears this season and probably the next handful of years. They moved up in the first round to take Justin Fields at number 11 overall. Uh, they did sign Andy Dalton, who we'll talk about in a little bit here, but the move to go get Justin Fields pretty much guarantees Matt Nagy and uh, the, the GM there. I can't remember the GM's name, but uh, it gives them more time, essentially. They, they kind of patched their fix with Mitch Trubisky. They got rid of him. He's in Buffalo now. And now comes Justin Fields, and it sounds like it's going to be uh, a potential Andy Dalton gets the ceremonial maybe first few games to start the year, but Justin Fields should be able to get on the field at some point this season. So it's really exciting for Chicago Bears fans. And we'll see what Justin Fields can do. He's got a couple good weapons for him, a solid running game, a solid offensive line. They also moved, uh, they, they got it up in the second to get Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. So I think people are really ecstatic about this start. They come back with, a, I guess they took the rounds three and four off. They, they kind of made their moves and had to get what they got. Uh, but they ended up with a fifth round pick offensive tackle out of Missouri. Running back Khalil Herbert out of Virginia Tech. Wide receiver Daz Newsom out of North Carolina. Cornerback uh, in the sixth round here, Thomas Graham from Oregon. And then a defensive tackle, Kyrus Tonga from BYU. But you love uh, the offensive identity of this draft. You get a quarterback for the future, starting left tackle for the future, uh, potential uh, depth tackle, a running back, and a wide receiver for extra depth. So I like that they built uh, a little solid core around Justin Fields. They're going to uh, prop him up a little bit with this offensive draft here. Now let's move on to the notable additions. Of course, Andy Dalton's at the top of the list. Jeremiah Atachu, uh, linebacking. Uh, Angelo Blackson, defensive end. They did add a couple of receivers, Marquise Goodwin, Demir Bird, and they also kind of sneakily signed Damian Williams from Kansas City. He actually had the year off last year from the COVID, uh, and he's now in, uh, he's going to be hanging out with Chicago. Notable departures, Roy Robertson-Harris, Kyle Fuller, Charles Leno, Cordero Patterson, and Mitch Trubisky. So these are some, some pretty big names that they lost here, but as we see here, they did sign pretty much everything but cornerback. Uh, and then they did draft a offensive tackle for them. So significant losses, but some significant additions as well. Uh, none bigger than Justin Fields and Tevin Jenkins. So I love these first two picks. And uh, with that, we'll look into the depth chart here. Uh, of course, I have. So I typically do this as the quarterback. You see here that Andy, Andy Dalton and Justin Fields are both in bold. Uh, blue players are drafted. Green players are undrafted. So they, they plugged in three offensive players in this draft, which I think is pretty nice. Uh, you're going to have Andy Dalton and Justin Fields at the top. Now, I think before we get any deeper, let me look at the Chicago Bears schedule because we're assuming Andy Dalton is going to – they're going to give him the option, you know, to get to win the job. I just don't see him keeping it very long, but it, it really depends on this Bears schedule. If they get off to a rocky start, perhaps – uh, they turn to Justin Fields, but game one against Los Angeles, that's going to be a tough game. Cincinnati is a winnable game. Cleveland's going to be a tough game. Detroit's a winnable game. 
So I'm seeing kind of a worst case scenario. They're two and two coming out of uh, week four here. Las Vegas is kind of a 50-50 game. Green Bay, we'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. But for now, that's a 50-50 game. Tampa Bay, that's a tough game. San Francisco, that's a tough game. And Pittsburgh, that's a tough game. Uh, but things kind of look a little bit better after the bye week. You get Baltimore, Detroit, Arizona, Green Bay, Minnesota, Seattle, New York, and Minnesota. So perhaps uh, maybe towards the middle of the season, we see Justin Fields get in there, but it really depends if Andy Dalton gets off to a hot start. If he can get them, you know, kind of, you know, halfway through the season with a winnable record, uh, we might see Andy Dalton kind of get pushed along as the season. But for now, I'm kind of doing just a 50-50 split. Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, we'll see uh, how Andy Dalton does, or maybe Justin Fields beats him outright in training camp, and they just kind of hold Andy Dalton as a potential backup emergency quarterback in case of emergency kind of thing. And then they still got Nick Foles there. So he's kind of the third man, but it's all about Dalton, maybe the beginning of the starting of the starting the beginning of the year. And then you get Justin Fields when, uh, when things need a little boost. For running backs, you got David Montgomery, of course, backups Tariq Cohen, Damian Williams, who we talked about in the free agency, Khalil, Khalil Herbert in the sixth round, Ryan Nall, Artavis Pierce are back, and then CJ Marable, uh, was a UDFA. So I really like this group. They added Damian Williams and Khalil Herbert, uh, really good backups here. Khalil Herbert's a really fun running back in the sixth round out of Virginia Tech. Tariq Cohen's going to be back and healthy this year. So the, the running back uh, room has become kind of a, a moment of strength here. Where in the past, they've only really had one running back. Tariq Cohen's been hurt the last couple of years. They've been pretty shallow at the running back position, but they're looking much stronger now. For David Montgomery, I, I love getting David Montgomery. I know he's probably going to lose a little bit of passing work to Tariq Cohen, maybe even to Damian Williams. So I think his receiving numbers are not likely to be where they were last year, uh, but his rushing numbers, we should expect him to get the ball a ton. Last season, 247 rushing attempts, 1,070 yards, eight touchdowns. And then the, re the receiving workload was just massive because no Tariq Cohen. So 54 catches on 68 targets, 438 yards and two touchdowns. I would, I would assume those numbers are going to come down maybe 20, 15 to 20%, but you're still looking at roughly 250 carries over a thousand yards. And again, he's going to, you know, be up there in the, the seven, eight, nine, 10 touchdown range. So I love David Montgomery. He's a, he's a really solid running back too for us. Uh, just looking at that schedule again, Los Angeles is going to be tough, but you can run against Cincinnati. We'll see about Cleveland, but Detroit, Las Vegas, Green Bay, um, some really nice games to start the running running game for the season. Um, Tariq Cohen, Damian Williams, we're not worrying about anybody else besides Montgomery for the running backs. Now with the receivers, it's going to be all about Allen Robinson. So if we look and see where A-Rob finished last year, uh, now keep in mind, this was uh, uh, Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles led offense, Allen Robinson still finished wide, rec wide receiver nine, uh, 102 receptions, 1,250 yards, six TDs. Uh, he's he's going to get this target volume again, and he's getting better quarterback play, uh, whether it's Andy Dalton for the first four or five games, maybe more, or it turns to Justin Fields. He's going to be peppered with targets again. So I still have him as a wide receiver one. If you can get him somewhere in the third round, I think that's appropriate value. Um, so I love Allen Robinson this season. Anthony Miller, Darnell Mooney. Uh, I should probably move Mooney to their number two. He he was the, the he had more snaps last year, more targets, more everything than Anthony Miller. So we kind of hopped him. And I just think with Andy Dalton and Justin Fields having a little bit better of a deep ball accuracy, we should see Mooney start to hit some of those. Uh, those long passes that Trubisky and Foles were not hitting on. So I like Mooney. He's more of a sleeper, more of a project for dynasty leagues. 
we'll see if he's relevant for redraft. But for now, it's so far, I guess it's all about Montgomery and Allen Robinson. Uh, the backups here, Demir Bird, Javon Wims, Riley Ridley, Daz Newsom out of North Carolina in the sixth round. He's a shifty little uh, slot receiver. Reggie Davis, uh, Rodney Adams, Jester Weah, Marquise Goodwin, and Thomas Ives. Now the tight end position is going to be a little interesting. Jimmy Graham's another year older, and Cole Komet started to outsnap him down the stretch last season. So I should actually list Cole Komet as the, the 1A here. Jimmy Graham is the 2. Uh, it's probably going to be a lot of two tight end sets. The Bears used their tight ends a lot last year. Uh, let's see, 76 targets for Graham and 44 for Cole Komet. That's 120 total targets between the two, 10 total touchdowns, uh, almost 700 yards, and what is that, 78 catches. So there's a lot of work to go between the two. It might be a little bit menacing because I think they're going to kind of eat into each other's numbers, but I really like Cole Komet. If, if you want to grab him as your tight end too, I think that's totally doable for this year. And again, he was already starting to pull away from Jimmy Graham at the end of last season. So it wouldn't surprise me if Cole Komet's just entrenched as the 1A as soon as this year, and we'll see if Andy Dalton and Justin Fields can get a good rep with him. So I, I'm very excited about Cole Komet for Dynasty Leagues, and I think he might he might be streamable, kind of a low-end option in, in like 12-team redrafts this year. So the backups there, J.P. Holtz, Darren Clark, and Jesper Horstead. Um, so that's the depth chart. As far as guys that I'm drafting for redraft this year, it's David Montgomery and Allen Robinson. Uh, for Dynasty, I, I still love Cole Komet. I like Darnell Mooney quite a bit. We'll see where Allen Robinson goes uh, in the future, but he might stick around now if he gets a good connection with Justin Fields. So uh, if you're playing in super flex leagues, maybe snag Justin Fields really late as one of your last picks. I don't think the, the draft equity is going to be too high for him, so I'm into that. Uh, but otherwise, we'll, we'll kind of avoid these quarterbacks for redraft. Uh, if you can snag Justin Fields at some point during the regular season off the waiver wire, that would work. But it's all about Montgomery and Allen Robinson. So before we get out of here, though, I just want to show you guys the numbers that I got so far. Now, um, it, it's tough to do projections when you don't know who's playing uh, and how many games. So I think what I did here is I gave Andy Dalton maybe four games, which I'm going to have to probably, I don't know, we'll see how training camp goes, but I'm open to changing it. So I gave Dalton about three and a half to four games of starting and Justin Fields the rest. But the numbers that we care about, David Montgomery comes in at almost 1,100 rushing yards, seven touchdowns, 42 catches, 325 yards, and a touchdown. Allen Robinson, kind of what he did last year. I haven't been 103 receptions, 1,205 yards, and seven touchdowns. Uh, Darnell Mooney hanging out with 700 receiving yards, four touchdowns, 63 grabs. And then Cole Komet, I have down here uh, 43 catches, 465 yards, and four touchdowns. Keep in mind, these are just uh, preliminary numbers. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, retool them as the season goes along and we'll keep revisiting these later. So that's going to do it for the Chicago Bears 2021 fantasy preview. Uh, I'm going to move on to the Detroit Lions next. We'll cover the Packers and the Vikings tomorrow evening. So check out the other ones that I got out there too, if you're interested in those, but that's it. Thanks. Peace.